I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. What's up, this your boy Lil Duval, and check out my podcast, Conversations with Unc, on the Black Effect Podcast Network. Each and every Tuesday, Conversations with Unc podcast feature casuals and in-depth talk about ebbs and flows of life and the pursuit of happiness. Unlike my work on stage, I tap into a more serious and sensitive side to give life advice and simply offer words of encouragement, yet remind folks to never forget to laugh. Every Tuesday, listen to Conversations with Unc, hosted by Lil Duval on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Presented by AT&T. Connecting changes everything. This episode is brought to you by Navy Federal Credit Union. At Navy Federal, it's been the mission to help the military community for over 90 years. And not just help them, but do everything to make sure they not only grow, but flourish. That's why Navy Federal Credit Union has all kinds of great savings and investment options, like share certificates with sky-high rates. So don't hesitate. Start growing your finances today with a variety of savings and investment options. Navy Federal Credit Union. Our members are the mission. Savings products insured by NCUA. Investment products are not insured. Not obligations of Navy Federal and may lose value. There's a lot happening these days. But I have just the thing to get you up to speed on what matters without taking too much of your time. The 7 from the Washington Post is a podcast that gives you the 7 most important and interesting stories. And we always try to save room for something fun. You get it all in about seven minutes or less. I'm Hannah Jewell. I'll get you caught up with The 7 every weekday. So follow The 7 right now. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Welcome to Induction Vault, a production of iHeartRadio and the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Punk, power pop, classic rock, and new wave all came together in the music of The Cars, a sound you can't help but sing along to. The night of their induction, Brandon Flowers of The Killers set the mood from the moment he walked on stage, wearing a black and white checkerboard jacket that screamed 80s new wave. He professes his love for The Cars through a story of his older brother introducing him to the band. When recounting their formation, he mentions that Rick Ocasek and Ben Orr actually met in Ohio and the Cleveland crowd goes wild. Easton, Hawks, Robinson, and Ocasek all take their turn at the microphone, telling the car's incredible journey and the thrill of being inducted into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame alongside some of their personal heroes, from the Beatles and Buddy Holly to Bob Dylan and Elvis. After the band shares their sentiment, 
they leave the podium to perform a set jam-packed with hits, which ultimately became Rick Ocasek's final show with the band before his passing in 2019. Good evening! How the hell are you? I'm Brandon Flowers. I'm honored to be here with you all tonight. New wave, post-punk, power pop. Tonight, they're all riding together into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. On the back of what is now established as one of the greatest debut albums ever made, the Cars were named Best New Artist in the 1978 Rolling Stone Reader's Poll. And 40 years later, they still sound like a new band to me. A lot gets written about rock and roll. People try to describe it. But it was once said that writing about music is like dancing about architecture. You just got to hear it to know. And when I first heard the cars, like so many others, I knew. It was 1994 and I was a 13-year-old misfit kid living in a small town smack dab in the middle of Utah. We're talking, hold on. <laughs> We're talking no stoplight small. We're talking settle our differences at the water tower after school small. Sometimes it even felt a little bit untouched by the previous four or five decades, like everything was still in black and white. Well, my big brother Shane had the 12 years on me and the intuition to come and swoop me up on the weekends. I'd stay at his house up in Spanish Fork, another thriving Utah metropolis, <laughs> about an hour's drive up the I-15. And on those critical and impressionable rescue missions, he'd play me his music. There were a lot of great bands passed on to me by my brother, and there have been many more since. But the Cars were the first band that I truly fell in love with, and you never forget your first. Rick Okasik, not Okasik, you're all saying it wrong. Rick Okasik found bassist Benjamin Orr, his silver and gold right here in Ohio back in 1968. Come on. Fast friends, they stuck together through various incarnations, always confident that they were on the right track. Whether it was Milkwood or Richard and the Rabbits, they had a powerful belief in one another's talent. Okasik and Orse Road eventually led them to Boston, where they found drummer David Robinson, guitarist Elliot Easton, and in January 1977, added keyboard player Greg Hawks. Now they were complete. A slick machine with a 340 V8 under the hood that ran on synergy, experimentation, and a redefined cool. The cars had it all. The looks, the hooks, beat romance lyrics, killer choruses, guitar solos that pissed off your parents, dazzling music videos. Not to mention, not to mention, the best song in any movie scene that featured a girl slowly getting out of a pool and taking her top off. That's right. That's right. I'll take moving in stereo over the Star Wars theme any day of the week. They existed in the 70s and 80s in the highly coveted sweet spot where credibility and acclaim meets huge commercial success. Now, I was born in 81, but I've seen Boogie Nights. And as I understand it, while everybody else was sweating it up on the dance floor in their polyester suits or fighting it out in the clubs, these guys cruised in and made you look like you were working too hard. First you had Rick, 
one of the world's most enigmatic and iconic frontmen with his cool, detached vocals. An inscrutable Dylan and Velvet's fan with a very stylish jacket pocket full of power choruses. Benjamin, a gifted multi-instrumentalist, also packs some serious heat. Armed with a haunting baritone and a classic rock chops, his contributions were a crucial part of what made the cars unique. Then we have Berkeley-trained guitarist Elliot. Where's he at? I see him. As understated as he was, he was the band's secret weapon. With his distinctive and tasteful playing, he played what was right for the song and still managed to have his personality explode without stepping on anybody else's toes. Next is Greg, a multi-instrumentalist with a penchant for synthesizers and sequencing. It was his inventive spirit that felt so refreshing and made the car sound so right. Bands today still try to emulate the balance he found in marrying keyboards to guitars. And last, but certainly not least, you're with me, <laughs> David Robinson. Besides his genius minimal drumming, David had other talents. It was David who named the band, finding a spark of magic in the mundane. The former modern lover also created the license plate logo and the iconic album art that spawned a genre of album art direction all of its own. For decades, bands have been referencing them in their cover art in the hopes that maybe from the bins it would scream, try us, you'll love us, just like you love the cars. I might have even made a couple of those myself. Over the years, the cars have achieved what every kid who ever sweated out in a garage dreamed of, including a young Kurt Cobain, who chose My Best Friend's Girl as one of his first tunes to learn. And what they achieved was greatness, and they left a comet trail behind them, writing and recording songs that have transcended into classics. Just what I needed. My Best Friend's Girl. Good times roll. You might think. Heartbeat City, since you're gone, touch and go, you're all I've got tonight. Now that's good rock and roll, and good rock and roll is powerful. It can lift us up, it can pull us through, it can even transform little black and white towns in the middle of nowhere into electrifying color, surging with possibility. So when in his own masterpiece, American Pie, Don McLean asks, do you believe in rock and roll? Can music save your mortal soul? The answer tonight and forever will be an unequivocal and an emphatic yes. We thank the cars, Elliot, Greg, Dave, Benjamin, and Rick. We're standing on the shoulders of giants. This band means so much to me and to millions of others. I know that Benjamin is here sharing this moment with you guys tonight. Ladies and gentlemen, I'm over the moon, and it's my great honor to induct into the Rock and Roll of Hall of Fame, the Cars. After the break, we'll hear from members of the Cars on the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame induction vault. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. 
Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Snag a job is where America goes to hire. With the deepest talent pool in hourly hiring. With access to over 6 million active hourly workers... Snag a job is the all-in-one solution for hiring high-quality employees who can cover all your needs. On demand, temp to hire, part-time or full-time. You name the position. Warehouse worker, retail associate, grocery store clerk, fitness trainer, baker, stylist, bellhop, podcast producer. Yeah, Snag a job's got a worker for that. With our easy-to-use platform, you're able to seamlessly post and fill available positions quickly with a dedicated customer support team to provide all the help you need along the way. Kind of nice knowing you have a talent pool like that in your own backyard, right? Snagajob is the partner you need to keep your business running smoothly. So visit snagajob.com or text snag to 242424 to talk to an expert. Snagajob.com, where America goes to hire. There's a lot happening these days, but I have just the thing to get you up to speed on what matters without taking too much of your time. The 7 from the Washington Post is a podcast that gives you the 7 most important and interesting stories, and we always try to save room for something fun. You get it all in about 7 minutes or less. I'm Hannah Jewell. I'll get you caught up with The 7 every weekday. So follow The 7 right now. This is it. Your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of, a degree that employers will trust and respect. Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Thank you, Brandon, for your lovely words. Hi, everyone. My name is Elliot Easton, and I'm very proud to say that I play guitar with the Cars. Thank you to the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame board for bestowing this honor upon us. It's a thrill to be here and to join the ranks of all the incredible artists who have already been inducted. I'm blessed to be in a band that has in some way made a contribution to the music, and this is quite an acknowledgement of that tonight. Quick story, just so you'll know how deeply this thing goes. 
1956, I was three years old and I saw Elvis on TV. I immediately got a comb and a glass of water and asked my mom to comb my hair in a spit curl, just like Elvis's. Then I grabbed my Mickey Mouse guitar and checked myself out in the mirror to try and look like as much of a rock and roller as a three-year-old could. So from that moment to lead to this one tonight has been a long, crazy, twisted river, and I wouldn't change a moment of it. How lucky I am to have realized and to live my childhood dreams in a way there's still sort of a dreamlike quality to all of this. Just a few words to thank some of the people who have helped us so much along the way. First, I'd like to thank Jeff Kramer and the rest of the crew at OK Management, Danny, Sydney, Cindy, Brian. You've all done such a great job with the band and have made it possible to do more than I could have ever imagined. Thanks, Jeff, for always steering this ship in the right direction. Thanks must go to Joe Smith and Electra Records for believing in us and giving us a chance to make a record in the first place and get the whole ball rolling. And much later, thank you to Rhino Records for doing such a great job with our reissues and deluxe editions of our albums. I still call them albums. Thank you to our producers, Roy Thomas Baker and Mutt Lang, for doing such a great job of capturing what we do in the best possible light, enhancing the music and making it sound great on the radio. It sounds great on stereos, too. In the very early days of the band, we had an angel in the form of a lady named Maxanne Sartori a top DJ at WBCN in Boston from the city's biggest FM rock station. And Maxanne did an amazing thing. She began to play our demo tape in heavy rotation alongside all the biggest records of the day. It actually started being reported in radio tip sheets like the Gavin Report and the rest of them. So it would say something like, the cars, just what I needed, and then the column where the record label would normally be, it said, tape. So that really got the attention of the A&R staffs and labels and representatives of major labels started flying up to Boston from New York to check out this band, The Cars, whose demo tape got so much airplay that it was actually being reported on a national level. Maxanne did that, and we will forever be indebted to her for her incredible support in getting this thing going. Thanks must go to our crew who were there with us from the beginning and stayed till the end. Some are no longer with us, but the rest will be there whenever we do something new right up to the present day. Keep going, keep going. Rick, Ben, and Greg to my fellow bandmates. Greg, who did so much to help define the band's distinctive sound and who always helped foster a sort of workshop atmosphere in the studio and who I had such a great creative time with, bouncing ideas off each other from melodic lines, hooks, arrangements, and all the rest of the process whereby a great song is made into a great record. Well, everyone in the band worked on all that stuff and everyone's ideas were always taken into consideration. David, whose rock-solid drumming always provided the foundation for all that followed, and for his contributions to the band's image, naming the band, creating our logo, and art directing all of our iconic album covers, working tirelessly with the label's art department, making sure that they always look great. And we all know one thing for sure. It all begins with a great song. Without that, none of this would exist. The music business, radio, the Hall of Fame, all of it. Without a great song, there's nothing. And in Rick Ocasek, we had an incredible songwriter whose songs, that's right, 
whose songs gave the band such a wonderful platform and framework for the rest of us to be creative and do the best work of our lives. And they still sound great today. Thanks, Rick. Finally, Benjamin, who's sadly no longer with us, but whose incredible voice, solid bass playing, and good humor was such a huge part of the band's success. And not a bad looking guy either. Cleveland is Ben's hometown, and they've always been very proud of him here. And I know that wherever he is, he's so proud on this special occasion, and even more so that it would occur here of all places. To my wife, Jill, who spent many years in this business of ours as a senior VP at A&M Records, and my daughter, Sydney, your love, support, and patience in putting up with the life of a musician has meant more to me than I could ever express in words. I love you both to the moon and back. Finally, that's right. Finally, to my mom, a Juilliard-trained singer who is incredible, on a level with a Garland or a Rosemary Clooney, and gave it up, gave up a career to raise a family, but who gave me the gift of music and let me pass that gene on to my daughter, who is an amazing singer. So you might say that music is sort of the family business. My mom was my biggest fan and shared in the joy of our success, and I always felt like I was doing this for both of us. And I know that she's smiling down at me from wherever she is and is so happy and proud tonight. We did it, Mom. Thank you all very much. That, that statue's too heavy a burden for me to hold. So in 1964, I was 11 years old, and I'd been taking piano lessons for three or four, three or four years, and frankly, I was kind of getting bored with it and wanted to give them up. But one day, my dad came home and said, well, I've got tickets to go see the Beatles. But if you want to go, you've got to sign up for another year of piano lessons. Back then, I thought that was a pretty good deal. And I still think that's a pretty good deal. So. I'd like to thank my dad for that pretty good deal. And the other side of the story is that I have to acknowledge that if it weren't for the Beatles, I don't think it ever would have occurred to me that I wanted to be in a band. I'd like to also say thanks to Roy Thomas Baker, who produced the first four Cars albums and helped define the sound of the Cars. Roy came to see us play during a snowstorm in Massachusetts with about 20 or 30 people in the audience in a high school gym, and he still agreed to produce our first album on the spot. Thanks, Roy. And I'd also like to thank Mutt Lang for his contribution to the Heartbeat City album. If you ever worked for the Cars, I'd like to say thank you. And there's a few that I'd just like to mention by name. Andy Topeka, Tom Moore, Joe Estrella, Brian Sklars, David Hegelmeyer, Julia Channing, Gene Amoroso, Steve Berkowitz, Richard Fernandez, Elliot Roberts, and Lookout Management. And I'd like to say thanks to Jeff Kramer and everybody at OK Management. And I'd especially like to say thanks 
in particular for springing for the extra tables for tonight. And I have my own personal Hall of Fame that I would like to say thanks to. My friends Mark Volman and Howard Kalin, whose history speaks for themselves with the Turtles, the mother of invention, and on their own as Flo and Eddie. They were probably the closest thing to having mentors that I ever had. I'd like to give a nod of appreciation to Todd Rundgren, who's been one of my musical heroes since before I was ever in the cars. And I'd like to say thanks to Martin Mull, who gave me my first professional job in the music business. Believe it or not. And I'd like to say thanks to Kraftwerk and Devo just for being so good. And I'd like to, I'd like to say thanks to my family for being here tonight. My wife and Elaine and I got married the same year the cars started. So she's seen it all. My kids, Ian and Annie, are here tonight. I love you guys. And I'd like to say thanks to the Cars fans who are the real reason we're here. And I know that some of you voted for us every single day in the uh, fan poll. Not only this year, but the two previous years when we didn't get in. <laughs> and so, thank you very much for that. And finally, I'd like to give my acknowledgement to Ben Orr. How fitting that we are in Cleveland tonight. Without Ben's innate talent and his rock star good looks, it's unlikely that we would be up here tonight. Thank you very much. I'd really just rather play, but um, this is a great honor. That guy's right. Um, we've been together off and on for 42 years. You can look up our history on a line, so I won't mess with that. But um, also I thank Everybody on album covers, but I've never thanked them for letting me play in the band, so thank you guys. Um, I can't believe that I'm here in, and I will be in a Hall of Fame with musicians that met, have meant so much to me, uh, I can't even describe what, what that's like. Everybody knows about the power and glory of rock and roll, the magic, and it's, it's here. Yeah. So. So thank you very much. Thanks a lot. Yeah, I just wanted to uh, start off with a couple of little known facts about the cars. Uh, when the band first started, uh, Ben was supposed to be the lead singer and I was supposed to be the good-looking guy in the band. But uh, after a couple of gigs, I kind of got demoted to the songwriter. So I went with that one. Uh, but obviously it's hard not to notice that uh, Benjamin Orr is not here. Uh, he would have been elated to be here on this stage. Uh, 
in his hometown. Uh, it feels quite strange to be up here without him, because uh, we miss him and love him dearly. Um, so anyway, let's say that uh, I want to thank the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame for uh, inducting uh, us. Uh, we always like to be abducted. Um, <laughs> and uh, firstly, I'd like to thank my wheelchaired grandmother for forcing me to sing in the parlor in front of her friends when I was five years old. Uh, she also had the nerve to buy me a guitar to Sears and Roebuck when I was about 14. And uh, I heard this song on the radio called uh, That'll Be the Day by Buddy Holly. And uh, I thought, you know, I have to start uh, playing guitar. Uh, so I have to thank her for that. I also uh, would like to thank my manager, uh, Jeff Kramer, my closest and dearest friend uh, at Lookout Management. And I'd like to thank Cindy uh, Osborne there and Danny Bernard and Brian uh, Higgins. And I know there was a little mention about Roy, Roy Thomas Baker. I have to thank him. He was a wonderful producer. He kept us laughing in the dark. And uh, it was a perfect storm. Uh, eccentric Roy uh, took us to London, England, and we recorded our first album in 12 days. So that was great. Um, <laughs> we, um, during our uh, legendary days, <laughs> we had Elliot Roberts as a manager uh, during our growing years. I have to also thank Electric Records. Joe Smith back then was the guy who signed us. Uh, that was probably a thousand years ago. Um, I'd like to thank uh, Peter Thaw and this guy named Bert Padell who took care of us in the 80s. Uh, Richard Fernandez, our road manager, has been with us for almost, I guess, every tour we ever did. Always got us where we wanted to go. Uh, David Hagelmeyer, who's our right-hand man. I wanted to thank Got to thank Brandon Flowers for all the wonderful adjectives. Um, <laughs> uh, I want to uh, thank Scott Schreiner from Weezer, who's going to be playing bass with us tonight. Um, also, uh, Mario Testani, he's the guy who's watching our chips. Uh, you know what chips are, it's like kind of money. Uh, I want to thank uh, Lawrence Ferlinghetti and uh, Richard Brodigan and even Bob Dylan for just uh, writing the kind of words they can write. Um, but anyway, uh, I wouldn't be standing here at all if it wasn't for Benjamin Orr, Greg Hawks, and David Robinson. And um, I, I think they're the, really the sound of the cars. Um, most importantly, uh, I'd like to thank my loving family because uh, they know me pretty well, but they uh, still like me anyway. <laughs> so, I lived in Cleveland for a while. <laughs> uh, it was actually the first place I ever played music in front of people. And um, it was at a, ha it was at a hootenanny. Uh, here, and I think it was about uh, 20 blocks away. So um, I've only moved this far up the street for all those years. 
So good night. <laughs>